and welcome to another Mysterious Mini, the weekly mini-soda where we, talk about, where we tell you about new book releases and events happening in-store and online. I'm your host, Gary. And I'm your host, Becca. And yeah, we're back for another mini-sode. Uh, these, I think, have fallen to being every other week because recording schedules are still not, like, finalized, but we are here this week. We're working on week. it. We're working on it. We have uh, we have episodes upcoming, so stay tuned for those. But we are here to talk about some new events and some new books. And it's a light week this week, it turns yeah. out. Not like the last time we joined you guys and we were wading through just millions of events. I know we had like nine events in seven days or something last time. And now we've got three, four. What can I say? It's hard being the it girl of the independent bookstore. <laughs> I like that. We should make that. We should we should put that in our social media. It should be the our it new girl like, of the... um, it should be our new shirts that we have to wear. Call me call. Oh my god, Michelle, get on that, please. <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. This first event. Yes. Uh this event is Samantha Coho in conversation with uh Chloe Gong discussing samantha's new book bright ruined things it is a new take on shakespeare's the tempest Ooh. um that is how chloe described it um in her new york times uh review that oh, we that's have awesome. on the book description uh so it is a uh reimagining of the tempest that uh has magic and you know, all of the good, like, family drama and trauma that we know from, like, Shakespearean plays. Yeah. Um, and so, like, it's about uh, a girl who uh, lives on an island with an adoptive, wealthy family. And during the, the night of the celebration that the island has for the magic that has appeared, um, you know, things go a little awry and uh, the spirits start inexplicably dying in the island. And okay. um, May realizes that Ivo, the reclusive, mysterious heir to the Prosper Magic, may hold all the answers, including a secret about her own past. And so she has to, like, figure out how to stop the island from dying altogether with this nice i've never read the tempest but this sounds great oh you haven't it's really good yeah it's it's shakespeare (laughs) yeah sure i read you you know i if you don't like shakespeare (laughs) i had the shakespeare stuff that i had to like read because it was assigned in english class and i never actually took the time to explore outside of that so i always recommend that everybody read twelfth night okay because my favorite night. was the tragedy of Julius Caesar of course when was. we were doing that for like English class, because I like uh, because I was taking a lot of like like ancient world history classes at the time. <laughs> and so we were already studying like Rome and that makes uh, sense. And that in like another class. And it just happened to like line up with that. That's so exciting. You're like, I know extra things. Yeah. Oh, two of my classes are talking about this same period of time right now. Like. Nerd. I don't know. I was a nerdy kid. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Also, I had to do like a like a monologue from part of that. So. Shut up. Let me tell you about Twelfth Night. Okay. Tell me about Twelfth Night. Night is it's a play about 
a sibling who gets separated from her twin and ends up like cross-dressing and hiding her identity and pretending to be her twin to like navigate um the place that she like washes up and uh the woman of the like estate or whatever sorry it's been a long time since i've read it but Mm. essentially the fancy lady ends up falling in love with her because she thinks that the the girl is a boy um yeah and the girl who is in disguise is like falling in love with like her who is becoming like her good like friend um Uh who's like trying to help her find her like missing sibling and then her missing sibling comes back like just like (gasps) appears and is like why are you dressed like me (laughs) Oh my god! Such yeah. drama. Um, that sounds amazing. Anne Hathaway played the uh, cross-dressing um, sister in mm-hmm. like a Shakespeare um, festival celebration. Okay, like, that sounds awesome. Uh, let me pull up this picture because, please, it is the definition of yearning, in my opinion. This image right here. Oh, I'm excited. Like, you've probably seen this image and just, like, never knew what it was or where it came from. Here you go. Oh, there it is. <gasps> I have seen this, yes. Yeah, so that's Anne Hathaway and then the the two conflicting love interests. And it's just such, Amazing. It's such a queer story. And I just can't, like, I know Shakespeare stole that one for sure. Yeah. There ain't no damn way that white man wrote <laughs> What else? I'll have to read this. Other events. Other events. Uh, also on Wednesday, uh, the book discussion group that's led by Christine is meeting again. Uh, and they are going to be talking about Small Spaces, the first book in Catherine Arden's A Small Spaces Quartet. Uh, it sounds cute. Christine has yeah. like uh, a review here on the website for it, but it's apparently um, it's like a middle grade written by the author of The Bear and the Nightingale, which is a fantasy novel also by Catherine Arden. That is which incredible. Is very good. Yeah. This one I think is about a ghost. It's a ghost story. Spooky. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of spooky, the cat just came up out of nowhere and scared me. <laughs> Uh, let's see. And then ah. on f- Thursday, Thursday, on our Thursday. only other like author event. Please tell me about this. This uh, event. It's so Becca. exciting. Um, Anath Hirsch, Yuko Ota, and J.R. Doyle are going to be discussing Pixels of You. Ooh. Um, it is their graphic novel about a human and a human presenting AI fallen in love, maybe. Um, I'm just oh. gonna read the description because I yeah. it's it's just the story is stunning. Like I'm so excited to read this book. In the near future, augmented augmentation and AI changed everything and nothing. Indira is a human girl who has been cybernetically augmented under a tragic accident uh, after a tragic accident, and Fawn is one of the first human presenting AI. They have the same inter- internship at a gallery, but neither thinks much of the other's photography. But after a huge public blowout, their mentor gives them an ultimatum. Work together on a project or leave her gallery forever. 
Grudgingly, the two begin to collaborate, and one comes out of it astounds and is astounding and revealing for both of them. Pixels of You is about the slow transition. No, excuse me. Pixels of You is about the slow transformation of a rivalry to a friendship to something more, as Indira and Fawn Ooh. navigate each other, the world around them, and what it means to be an artist and a person. This sounds really cute. I think it's really exciting, too, because, like, I mean, I, I don't know how, like, vocal I've been about it on the podcast at all, but, like, in my personal work, and for a lot of artists right now and creators, uh, the discussion of, like, NFTs yeah. is a big thing. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us, including myself, are, like, very not with it and, like, do not support, like, this new introduction of this medium. And, um... I think that it has sort of given a lot of people this weird impression that it is coming from an anti-technology or anti-like tech development with art like standpoint. And I don't think that's true. And like, I think that this story really hits on a, like, you know, the possibility of like, yeah, someday I could be making art with an AI yeah. that, you know, has a body now like it's a th like that is what i think is potentially more fascinating right like uh, yeah i find that incredibly interesting and and it, it doesn't seem as far-fetched as like it did maybe when we were kids watching like sci-fi cartoons or whatever right with robots oh in i them. know what you mean i don't know if this is real i'm gonna look it up before i talk about it one okay sec. I love your clacky keyboard. <laughs> I also got a really clacky keyboard. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and I, uh, I'm very happy about it, but then I always, like, feel bad when I look something up while I'm recording because the edit, I'm always just like, I should cut out all of these keyboard noises. And sometimes I don't <laughs> because I like the sound. Okay, so I cannot, for the life of me, find it. But I will do some deep diving so we can include it in the comments, like whether it is real or okay. not. And I do want to like emphasize for our listeners, there's a very good chance this is not real. But like, I keep getting like videos and stuff on like my TikTok like live stream options of like Russian tech people like with like animatronic like AIs that are like talking to and responding Weird. to the comments and stuff. And it is so eerie, but like, like that's exactly what I thought of when you were like, "Yeah, it doesn't seem that far fetched." Anymore. Well, yeah, like, I no, it does not. I haven't seen, and sometimes I feel really worried. I about haven't that. seen like animatronic versions of of these things. I mean, I guess I've seen like videos online of people making like hyper realistic like robots, like that have like facial expressions and things. But I have been getting advertisements recently for like a digital AI companion thing that keeps popping up on like Instagram and Twitter. And I, I don't know if it's legit or like what it reminds me of that movie, her. Um, Oh, like this, everyone knows this chick. Um, the IBM AI model. Oh, maybe Sophia. I'm looking it up here. I'm going to pull up like, I'm going to I'm about to send you a dot org like I want to okay, yeah. include legitimate links. I see. Like have you seen her before? It's still loading, but Okay. 
Because I've seen her do interviews. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've a hundred percent seen yeah, her. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So I just I agree with you. Like I, when I think about technology and moving forward and stuff, like I don't think so much that we're gonna like start devolving more into like this like virtual world. Uh huh. I think that we're gonna more Blade Runner esque like continue bringing the virtual and technological world into our daily life. Yeah, yeah. I'm really interested to see how this works, right? Because like, I I never got like the Google Glass or whatever when those first happened. But I always thought that like I thought augmented reality was the thing that was gonna take off next. Like having headsets or like glasses that had basically like a heads up display like that seems like the next logical step for like tech in my opinion see i just like my disagreement there is like i don't think that people as like a large society would be like so into um leaving yourself so defenseless for such a long yeah that makes sense I mean, I think VR is like an extra step, right? Like, because like the AR thing is at least like an overlay. Like, you're not like completely disengaging with your environment around you. Um, but it feels like like more like a video game thing. I was gonna say, doesn't that concept sort of like tie into the idea of like like messing with your like neurological responses? Like, probably because like when I've seen that used in fiction, it's usually like. It's something that connects it's to constant like, stimulus. cerebral whatever yeah. and like changes like how you are seeing things. Like, I don't know if. Yeah, if we cool. continue down this path, we get into talks about like transhumanism and stuff. And like, I don't think I'm prepared for that conversation <laughs> on this mini-sode. <laughs> no, but you know what we are prepared for? <laughs> Please tell me. Signed book plates are available. Yes, yes. Signed book plates <laughs> are available. Uh, I think the only thing else we have this week is that on Sunday, D&D is meeting again. Uh, They're still only virtual. So, you know, be sure to check out the link in the episode description. That'll give you access to the discord where they meet. Um, The DMs over there are fantastic. Uh, On the D&D chat, we um, are in the process of getting dice into the store, which I'm very excited about. Are we allowed to talk about that? I think we can like tease that it's happening, but I don't think we could talk about like okay. who with or anything yet because it's not like the okay. orders haven't happened. But well, we promise as soon as we get the dice to do a like at the end of an episode, we'll do like a two minute like clicky clacky ASMR <laughs> dice thing. I'm going to end up buying so much dice. As soon as we have dice at the store, I'm going to be a dice monster. It's I'm excited. I, I am too, actually. <laughs> it's gonna be great okay should we talk about some new, new let's talk about some new releases yeah what's uh what's out this week that you're excited for oh my gosh um so speaking of booked and busy miss rumiko takahashi stays booked and busy like she has so many things coming out all the time uh this is a collection of short stories, which Ooh. I could be wrong, but I don't recall her ever releasing something like this before. Um, so I'm really excited about that. It's called Came the Mirror and Other Tales. Uh, it is five intimate magical realist tales uh, by Rumiko Takahashi, who some of you might know from Inuyasha, Ranma One Half, Urusei Yasura, um... Rene, uh, Yashihime, the demon princess, the follow-up to Inuyasha. Wow. So many things. Yeah. So, like, I could keep going. Um, 
So some of the stories include a supernatural mirror compels a teenage girl to draw out and destroy the evil lurking within others. Um, a has-been manga creator acquires the power to curse his competition, but is it worth it? A pet cat possesses uh. a human. <laughs> um, and then a rare behind-the-scenes auto-bio story what? about her lifelong love affair with manga. Okay, that's awesome. And her friendship with uh, Mitsuri Adachi who is the creator of, um, again, so many things, but to, to name a few, um, there is uh, Cross Game, uh, Itsumo Misora, and uh, Mix. Okay. And so it, they're another mangaka and... Yeah, he. I'm so excited. To I, I love. I feel like I don't know anything about. I love when creators do autobiographical things. I'm always just like, please tell me, like how how do you how do you this? It especially to me is so special with mangaka because like traditionally like we don't know as much about them as we like. I feel like American and like Western, like even in uh -huh. Europe, right? Like Westernized authors, like and artists and stuff like follow the capitalism like format to a t which is like you have to push yourself like a celebrity yeah. almost. and like in for, i feel like most mangaka like in my understanding of it like if anyone's listening and they know better please let us know but my understanding is they're very mm. private like for most for most mangaka when i look them up like I, it's hard for newer people to even find a picture that's fascinating it's just like about the work and not about yeah the self-promotion like i don't know i i was gonna say That'd sustainability like, it just, but it just feels like that like the hustle is the thing in the states they don't like the thing is like right like these folks like there's a huge i literally just looked up for for instance tatsuki fujimoto the creator of chainsaw man to to see if i could find his face and I can only find three pictures, wow. two of which are like video from like articles or videos questioning like, is this what he looks like? Like, is this the creator? Is this That's like, his identity? Um, and like, I just think that it's you know, they there maybe isn't as big of a how do I say? I feel like like. Authors have to. Uh... Oh, David just made an excellent point. Padu Itagaki, uh, the creator of. Oh yeah, the creator of Beastars. Oh yeah, huh? always shows up in a chicken mask. Oh, okay. And like the thing is, like it. There's a lot of different like things that go into like why this is, but ultimately it's just like there. It, it's more private society and also like for mangaka not it doesn't it's not something they don't necessarily want every random person in their country to know about yeah. them right because like being an otaku and like liking anime and stuff is seen as like something that like people yeah. that aren't serious about life do and stuff that so makes sense. and in, in the states you know i feel like you know you get deals you have to like do like promotional like images of yourself with your book yeah like, every author has like an author photo on the back like it's a just very different like vibe it's fascinating 
right? So I'm so excited to like learn more about Rumiko. Yeah, that's super cool. This. Tell me about your uh, first my first one is Moon Witch Spider King from Marlon James is out this week. It's the sequel to Black Leopard Red Wolf, and I I have not read Black leopard red wolf yet but i love the concept of this this book takes place at the same time telling the same story from a different character's perspective it's from the perspective of like a female antagonist from black leopard red wolf and i i just love like having someone else's like version of a story uh, it's something that I find like really fascinating in fiction, and this sounds really, really fascinating. I know that that first book is supposed to be incredibly good. Um, we have signed copies. Do you think you'll just do like a... Ooh, go ahead. Sorry. Do Do you think that you'll just like read them? Back probably. Back? Like that's probably what I'm going to do. I think I have. Um, I'm not sure if I have a copy of Black Leopard or not. Uh, I remember we getting mm. we got arcs when the book came out a couple years ago, but. Um, I heard really good things. I would love to read this. And now that I know that we have this like companion novel almost, uh, to tell like another version of the same events, I'm, I'm really interested to like read them back to back and see how they contrast with each other and the, the different stories they're telling, you know? Yeah. And we have signed copies. We have a very limited number of signed copies, but if people want copies of the book that are signed, they should uh, place an order or call the store. ASAP. Yeah. Are you going to miss yeah. out? No. What's your next one? Um, My next book. Let's see. What do I want to talk about next? Okay. My next book is uh, Heaven Officials Blessing Tiangwang Sifu by uh, Mo Xiong Tong Xiu. It is the second volume in the series. Um, so th- there was a couple books that came out uh, under the like heavens of heaven officials blessing. Yes. Um, like, so make sure guys, make sure you're looking at the subtitles because like this is not the follow up. Like if you're reading, um, like this would not make any sense to read after that like you'd be very yeah i think there's like three different series that all came out like with a volume one on the same day so the way the easiest way to to think about it is visually because they all have distinct color ways uh this book that we're talking about the first volume is the is the one that is all oh red. yeah uh-huh. like it's a deep dark red cover there's an eye patch on one of them there's an umbrella um and then there is and that one is green it is uh somebody standing over another person and there's bamboo in the uh-huh. background and then Mo Dao Zushi is uh, blue and it has the moon in the background. Um, and so w- when you go to look for this book, again, you're looking for Tiangwang Sifu and we'll have it linked yeah. below. But it has like a red and orange like cover that when you look at it next to the first volume, like it, they definitely complement. Got it. And it's because all of the cover art is um, by 
they're just credited as tie three underscore three on mm-hmm. our website. And I don't think, I, I don't know if that's correct. So I will like be checking into that. Yeah, that makes sense. But anyways, uh, th- this is the, the second in this book series. Um, in the first book, uh, you meet a uh, crown prince and he falls in the, I don't <laughs> want to give too much away. Check out the books. They're beautiful and very clear. Yeah, I've been hearing really good things about them. I know they sell very well. Uh, we pre-sold a whole bunch of this one, so. Mm-hmm. I just started uh, the first volume okay. of this story. That's awesome. Like, just, just picked it up. Uh, my next one? one, the only other one I have for this week that I'm, like, really, like, antsy to pick up is uh, Mickey Seven from Edward Ashton. Uh, this is a sci-fi story about um, a character named Mickey, who is a God, what's the word they use for him? An expendable, I think, is what they call him. He is. Uh, yeah, he Ow. is Mickey seven. He is a clone of the original Mickey, the seventh clone. And uh, they're sent on an expedition to colonize the ice world of uh, Nilfheim. And uh, when wow. he's he's supposed to die and the next clone, Mickey 8, shows up, but he survives and doesn't want to let like Mickey 8 take his place kind of deal. Uh, it's it seems it reminds oh. me of that Sam Rockwell movie Moon. It it sounds yeah. very oh, much no, like yeah. that, in my opinion. Uh, Nick read it and said he really loved it. It's also soon to be adapted into a major motion picture from Bong Joon-ho, who did who uh, directed Parasite, starring Robert yeah. Pattinson. Uh. Yeah. Oh. yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, very excited. <laughs> I'm sorry. The yeah. Way you were just- yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. this sounds great. This sounds great. I'm very excited about it. Uh, you know. Like I said, Nick read it and loved it. I think I have an, a, a copy on my shelf already that's just like waiting for me. So I'm going to pick this up soon, I think. Yeah. That's so exciting. <sighs> okay, so I don't have, I don't want to get too, too into it. I have two more books I want to talk okay. about just really quick with you guys. Um, one of our recommendations is I Can't Believe I Slept With You by Miyako Miyahara. And you can tell from the cover when you look at it that it is okay. an adult book. But I just wanted to, like, let you all know, like, I'm pretty sure that when you order this and when I order it into the store, it's going to be wrapped in plastic. Um, it is about a 24-year-old uh, Koduka Chio. She quits her job. She's feeling lonely and she's behind on rent. And uh, her hot landladies oh. like what if we sleep together and i help you clean your apartment and All right. i take care of that debt and and then it's like the the clothing the closing statement is can true love develop from an arrangement <laughs> that started with a bang i'm really excited to read this it seems really fun and funny um and you know i'm always a fan of adult themed yeah manga that has adults in it <laughs> like that lets you know right off the bat like no i mean yeah like adults. our don't romance worry. section is like this um, anyway i don't see why we shouldn't have manga that's also like dealing with these themes oh of course 
I agree. But, you know, the difference is I understand that we have a tiny manga section and this will exist in the same space as books this that is true. are okay this for is some true. younger folks to pick up. So this is just me doing my due diligence. We will also leave a little, like, asterisk yeah. 18 plus yeah, next to I can do that for sure. Below. Um, and then the last thing I... And the last thing I just wanted to let folks know is... Um, we are starting to get more of the uh, new DC oh. stuff that uh, came out. Um, but so there's been some changes, including like uh, distributors, like a lot of the comic publishers have changed who they are getting to print and distribute their comics. Um, and with that has come some price changes. And so I just wanted to let folks know to definitely double check prices before you like come in excited to pick these books up because they are a little bit more expensive than traditional like okay trades um also interestingly uh this oh. is being released as a hardcover not as like a paperback uh so it is going to be 25 dollars for batman the detective and then um the other one that i wanted specifically to let you guys know about is the Batwing book is going to end up being wow. $30. And that one is a paperback. So um, I just wanted to like let our listeners know, like if you are interested in picking up these comics, like it's not us changing the price and it's not like a, a misprint or anything like that. It's just DC is one of the just people who has changed distributors and has at, consequently <laughs> or whatever in as a result of um changed and raised the prices of some of their uh trades that they're releasing for the most that's, recent runs that's fair that's uh upsetting and unfortunate that they're more expensive than they used to be but yeah. it's just how things go unfortunately sometimes i you know if i have to recommend i would say definitely save yeah. the money up to pick up the batwing book because it's exciting. That 25 cool. for the hardcover for the other one is not as terrible like as that story. $30 paperback, I will say. That was why I wanted to, like, specify and be like, no. hey, like, I know. Yeah, because like, oh, so if the paperback up. had been, like, 19, and I'd be like, Becca, that's not that bad, actually. No. And then the, like, price discrepancies mm -hmm. do fluctuate book to book. So, like, if you go into the store right now, we have the um, Wonder Woman Future State and the Suicide Squad Future State uh, trade paperbacks available for you to purchase. Um, and those do have two different prices that I yeah, believe are that makes both sense. different from the two prices I just said. I know there's also, um, unfortunately, because so. of the distributor that we get some of these comics from, because it's harder to... Uh, get that stuff into the store all the time. Um, if they don't give us the same... This is, like, inside baseball stuff if they don't give us the same discount sometimes those will be even more expensive than the price that's actually like on the cover it doesn't happen all the time and it's usually not stuff that we yeah. carry in the store that'll be like that but that does happen on occasion especially with like comics if you come in and ask us to order something specific yeah, yeah. and especially the older it is there's always going to be that that chance that whatever printing there is of it is going to be slim pickings and therefore a little bit pricier. We do our best though. And we tend to like only stock stuff that we can afford to have at cost, but yeah, 
we would never take advantage of our book buying community by gouging prices like some seriously we get people that call the store and they ask us how much like a signed copy is and it's just like uh it's whatever the cover price is like we're not raising the prices because it's signed like it's our pleasure to get you books like that's what we do unlike some other guys seriously seriously i love using like nice guy rhetoric when talking about it's very funny uh what are you reading right now becca I am uh, going to be picking up, uh, or actually, when this is posted, I will have just picked up The Love Con. Okay. Um, because Victoria just finished reading it and was like, you need to read this immediately so I can scream at someone about it. And I love a good reaction like that. So I was like, of course I will. Nice. Um, and then, like I said, I have also picked up uh, the the first volume and have just you know started getting into it of uh the heaven officials blessings uh, yeah 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 that's awesome what are you reading uh oh, i and i'm reading and i'm reading jujitsu kaisen oh nice good yeah. i i need to i need to pick that up i need to pick up chainsaw man i will get there i just finished reading house uh house on the cerulean sea which uh, Michelle and I read because it was picked by folks on our Instagram. We've been doing that every week with new booksellers. So that was one that was like picked by our readers and I loved it. It was so good. I knew you were going to love it. Literally everyone at the store that's read it has loved it. Yeah, it was, it was incredible. The characters are all so lovely. I love the kids at this like magical orphanage or whatever. Um, it was really magical orphanage that's, or whatever. It's not really an it's not really an orphanage. It's called an orphanage, but no one's coming to adopt these children, right? Aww. Like that's a like it's a point that's made pretty clear. Like this is just like a home for them to grow up in. And uh, our main character, I think that's still technically an orphanage. Like, well, like I don't know that I don't think away. I don't think anybody can go adopt a child from like this place. I, oh. I think it's not supposed to be like that. Um, it's a very discriminatory system. And the guy who is sent there, Linus, the main character, is sent there to make sure that these kids are being taken care of. But he's supposed to be like really objective about it. And if anything he suspects is wrong, like they shut that place down and who knows what happens to the kids. Um, uh-huh. And he gets there and instead discovers that like all these children are just these really precious. They're kids, you know, like it doesn't matter what their file says they are or that people might think they're monsters because of what they look like. They're just a bunch of kids and they're it's beautiful. It's so good. So you just finished that. I just finished that. So I what are you reading? Reading. Uh, I started as uh, so I finished that. And then I started reading Leviathan Wakes, which is the first book in the Expanse series because I've been watching the Expanse TV show. It just ended and so I've been binging through the show and really loving the story. And I'm excited to like dig into how the books are different and get a little bit more depth on some of these characters that I've come to fall in love with while I've been watching the show. So absolutely. I'm like less than a quarter of the way into it. I'm not very far yet, but it's really good. So I'm excited. There's only, you know, nine of those books, so it'll probably be a while before I'm finished. But oh yeah, there's only nine. I have begun. I, you know, I read, I probably read like a dozen Star Wars books last year. I could do nine Expanse books. that's fair. (laughs) 
That is true. Yeah, so we'll see. I, it's probably going to take me longer than a year, but I have begun that journey. I believe in you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. I feel like that's right. it. Have well, we? I better go. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Thank you uh, to Austin Farmer, of course, for allowing us to use the track Kill the Farm Boy for our intro and outro. That's from his album, Bookshelf Symphony Orchestra. Go check that out. It is linked in the episode description. Uh, you can find us on all social media platforms at Mist Galaxy Books. Uh, Becca, where can people find you? You can find me at popculturepunk.com or on TikTok and Twitter at Becca Bean or uh, B-E-E-A-N or on Instagram, same username with an underscore at the end. Nice. Where and people, find you? people can find me on Twitter at the Gary Roby. Check out my Star Wars podcast, New Republic Archives at duelinggenre.com. And if you're interested in baseball, you can check out my other podcast, Infinite Cities Baseball. Uh, we uh, have a link to our Discord in every episode description. So if you find that, go check us out there. You have a Discord? Yeah, yeah, we do. Nerd. I, yeah, well, that's baseball. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a podcast-specific Discord. It's just for the team that I'm on, the tacos. Oh, okay. I guess that is better. Yeah. There's like 2,000 people in there. It's crazy. Stop telling me! Anyway. <laughs> No. 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 <laughs> we'll uh I'm we'll sorry. see you again <laughs> soon in a galaxy not so far away. <laughs> I don't know why I said no. I don't know. I don't either. It's oh, fine. It's, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>